freedom fighters, freedom lovers, and those who just want stuff for free. I'm Mr. Palumbo, and welcome to the Professor Liberty Podcast. Professor Liberty is a place where we can congregate, where we attempt to illuminate, and we're not afraid to educate. But when it comes to socialism and totalitarianism, we attempt to eradicate. You see what I did there? Thanks for tuning in, folks. You know, Professor Liberty, it's becoming an international thing. We've got listeners from Canada, Norway, Great Britain, Germany, and Australia. And this really warms my heart. It tells me that the flame of liberty is still burning. And it's probably always been this way, folks. You know, if you break down history, you know, I, I, teach, in, uh, I teach about the American Revolution. And regarding the population, about one-third were true patriots. One-third were loyalists, and another third were neutral. They didn't really care. They were just going to be opportunists waiting to see which side will win. And it's the same with liberty, folks. There's always going to be people that are freedom-minded, and there's always going to be people who just want people to do stuff for them. And yet there's another group that's indifferent either way. So it's Monday, folks, and you know what that means, Motivational Monday. (laughs) I have to say that... uh, among the Palumbo household, there's a going joke that the motivation might be a little too extreme. Uh, I've been told that it's a little heavy and extreme. Well, you know, I, and then it caught me. I was thinking about a parent, you know, you, you catch these parents. Uh, uh, Mr. Palumbo, uh, Mr. Palumbo, uh, can, I, can I talk to you a second, Mr. Palumbo? Uh, Mr. Palumbo, um, you know, your motivational Mondays, uh, they're, a little, uh, they're, they're a little too much. And, uh, and, and my, my Johnny, you know, he's a little sensitive. Can you, can you tone it down with, is, is this curriculum, uh, Mr. Palumbo, is this curriculum uh, approved by the state, Mr. Palumbo? Look, I mean, I don't know. Maybe some of these motivational Mondays. Can, are, are a little heavy and extreme, but hey, they motivate me. And I would say that we live in extreme times. We live in a very weird and dark and evil time, and extreme times require extreme measures. And so uh, here we go. So today I thought, you know, let's do something different. Motivational Monday. How about a little more on the sensitive side? We would do story time. So I'm going to share a story. I'm going to share a fairy tale with you. And we're going to have two different stories. And then we're going to compare and contrast these stories. And I know we can't really talk back and forth, but if you're with somebody or if you're listening to this with a family or your, or your mom or your dad, you guys can talk amongst yourselves as we dive into these two stories. Okay, here we go. This story is called In the Land of the Orcs. Once upon a time in the land of the Orcs, you guys like my narration voice? There was a beautiful maiden whose skin was fair, and her eyes sparkled like precious green gems. She was the most beautiful maiden in the realm, and therefore all the eligible knights and lords, and yes, even the scoundrels, wanted her for their own. Many men tried to win her heart with flowers and poems and acts of strength, but the maiden was not impressed. Some men tried to give money to her father, Others tried buying her fancy dresses, but no one could win her favor. There was one boy whom the girl did like. His name was Thaddeus, but he was a quiet and poor boy, so he couldn't buy her nice things like the other boys. She liked him because he would just talk to her normal and treated her like a friend and not some prize to be won. One day, a giant orc named Ruthless came to town, 
and he broke into her house and kidnapped the poor maiden. He was large and strong and very angry, and no one dared challenge him. All the maiden's suitors were too scared to follow Ruthless, and so no one did anything. No one tried to rescue the maiden. They wanted her love, but during this crisis, she wasn't that important. No one except the poor boy Thaddeus. When he heard of the kidnapping, he sprang into action. Thaddeus took a small sword and an iron helmet, and he rode off on a borrowed horse to track down Ruthless, the evil, ugly orc. While Thaddeus was in hot pursuit of Ruthless and the maiden, the maiden herself was no slouch. She tried everything she could to escape from the orc's clutches. She even slipped away for a brief moment before being snatched up once again. She was scared and worried, and tears filled her eyes, but the fair maiden was determined not to go down without a fight. At the orc's lair, the maiden was held prisoner, but always resourceful, she never stopped trying to escape. She noticed that the in the orc's lair, there was a great iron door which opened and closed on a gear system and a crude rope kept the gear from turning and causing the door to slam shut. If only she could catch Ruthless in the doorway and yank that rope, she thought, she could crush him with the door and escape. And so she plotted her scheme accordingly. Finally, Thaddeus reached the lair. He dismounted his horse and drew his sword. His heart was pounding. His arms and legs were shaking. But no matter how scared he was, something compelled him forward. As he came closer to the doorway, Ruthless heard him approaching. He got up and stood under the great iron door. Witnessing the small boy gingerly approaching, he began to laugh. What do you think you're going to accomplish? Ruthless asked in a mocking tone. Let the maiden go, Ruthless. Thaddeus managed to reply, his voice filled with fear. Let the maiden go or what? The orc replied in defiance. Are you going to vanquish me with that puny sword? Ha ha ha. The voiceovers are free of charge, by the way. As Thaddeus occupied the orc's attention, the maiden quietly made her way to the tattered old rope, keeping that door open. She was just about to grab the rope when Ruthless noticed her. What are you doing? He said. Just then, Thaddeus yelled out a battle cry and charged at the ugly orc. Ruthless turned back to Thaddeus and was prepared to flick him as one would a small insect. But the maiden pulled the rope and the great door came crashing down on Ruthless. The massive iron door slammed down onto Ruthless's shoulders and he fell to his knees with a great moan. Just as he hit his knees to the ground, Thaddeus' small sword pierced the orc's neck. His eyes rolled into the back of his head, and he died. Thaddeus took off his iron helmet, rushed over to the maiden, and they embraced. And they lived happily ever after. The end. What did you guys think of the story? What did you like about it? What didn't you like about it? How does the story speak to you? I want you to think about these questions because now we're going to get to a different version of this story. So it's the same in the land of the orcs, the same characters, but things are going to be different this time. So now we're going to start when the maiden gets kidnapped. No one tried to rescue the maiden. 
They all wanted her love, but in this crisis, she wasn't that important. Even Thaddeus was too scared to do anything. He was small and poor. That wasn't his fault, of course, but it's clearly unfair. He didn't own any armor or great weapons like the rich knights did. How could he make a difference? He'd probably die trying to save his lovely friend anyway. Thaddeus tried to get the knights and soldiers to help him, but they weren't interested unless he was going to pay. He tried to send word to other villages, but they were too scared to help. He petitioned the king and other princes to help. They were not concerned. He cried out in the public square, but nobody listened and nobody cared. Meanwhile, the maiden cried and moaned about the evil calamity that had befallen her. She laid limp in the orc's clutches and didn't even try to escape. In Ruthus's lair, she lay on the cold ground, hoping someone would save her. She was so depressed and despondent, even Ruthless was worried about her. She never made plans to escape, and the giant orc could come and go as he pleased, and the maiden never tried to get away. She just moaned and cried, tears falling on her pillow, and she stayed the orc's prisoner for the rest of her life, and she died. The end. Okay, well, what did you think about this version of the story? Is it better or worse? Now, I'm going to venture to say nine out of ten of you listening to this prefer the first version to the second. And my hypothesis is simple. The first version contains some virtue, namely courage and action in the face of peril. Both the maiden and Thaddeus rise to the occasion. They find courage and determination to fight against the orc. And obviously, we relate to these kind of things because we want to be like that. The maiden refuses to be a helpless prisoner, and Thaddeus refuses to let his fear overtake him. He cares for the maiden and therefore practices selfless love towards her. He may die trying to fight the orc, but for him it's worth the risk, and it's certainly better than doing nothing. The first story has resourcefulness. That's another aspect of the first story. Both the maiden and Thaddeus rely on themselves. They do the best they can given the circumstances, and ultimately they team up to take down the big nasty monster. They overcome adversity separately as well as together to achieve victory. It's possible they both might perish, but we all know that we like happy endings. Now let's look at the second version of the story. It's the complete opposite. Both the Maiden and Thaddeus are helpless souls. They never have courage or self-reliance. When the Maiden is kidnapped, she does nothing to free herself. She lays limp and cries. And what about Thaddeus? He's just as poor in the second story as the first. But he doesn't let his poverty or his stature determine what he's going to do in the first story. But here in the second story, he can't get around it. In the second story, he has no confidence and he seems to blame his poverty for it. Now, in the first story, he does what he can. He takes a small sword. He borrows a horse. He's got a dinky iron helmet. But in the second story, he languishes in his helplessness. Now, he does seek help. He seems to ask everyone in town, from the greatest to least, but it never occurs to him to go out and try to save her himself. Here it is, folks. Both stories have victims. The first story 
The victim is the maiden, but she refuses to remain in a state of victimhood. Thaddeus also refuses to let his limitations hold him back. The first story is about overcoming adversity, and deep down, that's why we like it. The second story has nothing but victims. There are no heroes in the second story, just whiners. Both the maiden and Thaddeus focus on their plight. They wallow in their misfortune. Thaddeus's poverty and the maiden's kidnapping isn't fair, and it's not their fault, and it's all they focus on, the unfairness of it all. They are completely rendered useless because they're victims of circumstance, and they cannot overcome it. The second story, boys and girls, is a terrible story. We don't like it. Some of you might have giggled at it. Some of you might have found it annoying and repulsive. Why is that? Why is it we get upset with whiners? Why do we not empathize with complainers? Why do we not like or respect those who refuse to change their ways and improve themselves? Because it deep down it goes against our natures. Here's the rub, boys and girls. We're living in the second story right now. We're living in a time where victimhood is prized. People are falling over themselves trying to prove how oppressed they are compared to others. They're complainers and whiners. They scour the media, finding someone to be offended at and get somebody fired and call them a racist because of their words and they cause violence because they're meanies. Here it is, folks. Here's something I want you to know. Persisting in victimhood will never bring happiness. It is a place of defeat. A victim is someone who has been defeated. And no matter how much press and celebrity and all of these so-called uh, accolades that these so-called victims are receiving, nobody respects them. We don't respect the we don't respect Thaddeus when he doesn't even try to save his friend. We don't respect the maiden when she doesn't even try to to escape. We we pity these people. And there's a lot of people out there today who despise themselves. And I think this is where a lot of this hate is coming from. Well, that and mindless consumption of media that keep the flames stoked. I think people despise themselves because they're walking around in victimhood, which is walking around in defeat. Now, they might not admit this, and they might not even realize it, but it's true. Victimhood is not a virtue. And it never will be. So today, and in the coming days, I want you to think about these two stories. Think about where you are today. Are you trying to be the hero? Or are you the victim of your own story? What made Thaddeus a hero wasn't his stature, or his weapons, or his strength, or his wealth. It was his action and determination. And we admire him for his courage. We don't see the maiden as a victim because she refused to give up and she refused to be labeled as the orc's last victim. So here's the moral of the story, folks. Be the hero of your story, however that looks. You don't have to be mentally perfect or physically perfect. You don't have to have everything figured out. You just have to decide to get up and make today different. That's it. Courage to do something. There's a lot of dangerous orcs out there. 
There's a lot of stuff out there that's not your fault and not fair. Mental things, economic things, family abuse, drugs, disabilities, health problems. Those are all the orcs out there that are going to come after you and they're going to take you away. So this week, instead of crying and whining about it and laying in our beds and feeling sorry for ourselves, grab your little sword, grab your iron helmet, borrow a horse from somebody for goodness sake, and attack that orc and become the hero. Here at Professor Liberty, we seek to educate, inspire, and restore. If you like this podcast, please give me a five-star rating at Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to email the show, the email is professorliberty1776 at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Facebook. You can message me there, or you can follow me on Parlor. Until next time, go throughout the land and proclaim liberty. Liberty.